Welcome to this edition of Morgan the Asked For Podcast. Cyclone Weekly here. Huge game tomorrow afternoon in Jack Dry Stadium. Fans will be there around 15,000 wearing all blacks playing for an outright Big 12 regular season title. Never been done in Cyclone history in the Big 12. And then that will put you in the Big 12 title game in Arlington in two weeks on the 19th. Just a great opportunity um, too bad we can't have 60-some thousand fans in the stadium to celebrate with the team. I believe they'll come out. They'll play well. Um, West Virginia is much improved, and they will be a formidable opponent. But I do believe the Cyclones have what it takes to win the game on Saturday afternoon. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But just you know, just talking about uh, the situations and just everything that's leading up to it, um, it's uh, almost five years to the day this week uh, when Coach Campbell was hired and he talked about championships. It didn't start well, three and nine the first year and then winning uh, records and bowl games every every year since. Um, I think this will be the first time in school history that we will play in four bowl games in a row. So it's just lots of firsts for the Cyclone football team and just never seen Cyclone Nation as excited for football as they are this year. And it's just uh, too bad that we can't all be there together to celebrate in the tailgating lots, in the stadium. Uh, not everybody's going to get to go to Dallas. Uh, and then not everybody's you know, going to be able to go to the bowl game as well, just with the pandemic and everything. That's the only downside. But this fall and the season has just been great for Cyclone fans to get your mind off of all the situations that are happening in the world and maybe giving yourself a chance to escape for a few hours on Saturday afternoon and then throughout the week when you discuss it or listen or however you digest your content of Cyclone sports. Okay, so now let's kind of get into the game. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, playing, I, I kind of wrote some notes down here, playing for all the marbles Saturday at 2.30, um, six and a half point favorite over West Virginia. Now, West Virginia has a great defense and, you know, I think they're actually first overall defense in the Big 12 and I would say to second um, I believe I heard that. Um, like I said, they're wearing all blacks, never lost in blacks uh, so far under Coach Campbell. Um, there's really no game-breaking secret or keys to the game that's different than this game than any other game that they played uh, throughout the Big 12 season and really all year. It's when you play your st style of football, you've got a great chance to win football games. Um, you know, just control the ball with Brees Hall. He needs, you know, over 100 yards and – couple touchdowns um, and then don't turn it over no fumbles and then you know Brock Purdy just uh, pass it you know give it to your tight ends go over the top a few times to receivers for big plays but you know Xavier Hutchinson across the middle Charlie Kolar across the middle Dylan Sainer across the middle Chase Allen across the middle and then you know just every once in a while you know if Landon Akers is back to full health send him down the sideline and throw it up to him or Sean Chalk um, that's just kind of the way the offense is but you know Reese Hall needs 25 carries. Um, hopefully, Kane Nwongo can get, you know, his 5 to 10 carries um, and then have his big uh, special teams plays. And then, you know, Johnny Lang gets his certain times. And then Jarrell, Jarrell Block, Brock um, is getting more and more opportunities there in the passing game and on third down and stuff. So, you know, just use all your weapons, be smart with the football, and then rely on your defense. Defense just needs to keep continuing to play great football you know, you hold West Virginia to around 20 points. I, I truly believe you're going to win this game. 
and I think it might be really relatively easy. I'm going to, you know, go out on a, on a limb here and, and call for, you know, a pretty significant win for the Cyclones here. I'm going to say 31 to 17, cover the spread relatively easy, two touchdown win. And, and I think it, it's not as close, even maybe as a 14 points. Um, I think the Cyclones and Coach Campbell know what's out there. They want to end on a great, end the regular season on just a great game, show the fans there are going to be fans there. Um, it's senior day. This is the first recruiting class that he had. So these are all his guys. These are the, the guys that came to Iowa State when it wasn't good. You know, obviously Coach Rhodes got fired and he's coming in. So they, they signed and agreed to just be part of the dream of Coach Campbell. And so and the rewards have just been super plentiful. And um, I just I just don't see how they come out and play bad football. I really don't. I think they come out and play really, really well. And and I think um, they come and kind of take it to West Virginia a little bit there. That's so that's my prediction. Thirty one seventeen cyclone football wins the outright title in the Big 12 this year. Now, we got to change gears a little bit here to not as good of things is the Cyclone basketball program. Um, just some notes here. Um, over this last week on Sunday, you know, they, they beat Arkansas Pine, Pine Bluff. And I think I talked about this the other day, but they were down 12 to nothing or 10 to nothing to start that game. And then they played decently enough and won by, I believe, 17 points. But that just, you should not ever, that should not ever happen. And then, obviously, on Wednesday night, they lost to South Dakota State. Um, they were down all game. They came back and made it a game. Uh, but, again, just not good enough. Um, they just have to get better. You know, Coach Prohm, um, I think he's a heck of a recruiter. I mean, he's had really, really good players, uh, you know, lots of guys that go to the NBA and, and stuff. But just right now his roster construction is very suspect. He, he can't ever seem to have the – group back year to year. He loses guys. You know, Taylor Horton Tucker left after one year. Lindell Wigginton after two. Tyrese, you know, Halliburton after two. And, you know, if you're recruiting good players, that's okay. But you have to know that that's going to happen. And and you got to find some guys that are going to be four-year guys. Um, you know, that's what Coach Hoiberg did so well was he had a Melvin Edgem who was a four-year guy. You know, George Niang was a four-year guy. You know, Nazmi Trulong, Matt Thomas, Monty Morris, all those guys are are playing pro ball, but they were four-year guys. Um, and, you know, and if you want to sprinkle in a, a transfer here or there, that's fine. And, and I think that's just the way it works right now in basketball is lots of transfers and you, and you try to go get them. But you need to hit on some young guys that are just program guys and just continue to get better. They're not going to come in and be – an All-American or an All-Conference player as a freshman, but by the time they're a junior and senior, they're really, really good players, and, and they are the backbone of your program. And I've heard that about Melvin Edgem. Now, you know, he ended up being really, really good and one of the highest-scoring players in, in Iowa State history single game and one Big 12 player of the year and stuff, but he was just – you know, I, and I've heard Monty Morris and George Yang, they, they talk about that if you didn't do the right thing, he got on you. And I think the the leadership within the program of the players at Iowa State right now is the biggest problem. 
seven new players, four freshmen, you know, transfers. There's just no one besides Solomon Young on the team that's been around very long. And I like Solomon Young and stuff, but he is just – I don't think he's just a great Big 12 player. He's a low-block player, and that's just not how basketball is played anymore. Um, and, and the thing that you want a, a, your big post to do is rebound, and he doesn't rebound. So it's just real difficult to see the success and see what's going to happen this year. And Coach Prohm needs to get it together a little bit. I, I think his seat is getting warmer. Um, I don't think a change will happen after this year. But, um, you know, if it goes really bad, and, I mean, it could. I mean, and it, it's because he's a great guy, and it, it, that just stinks for all involved. You want continuity. You want – I think he wants to be in Ames, and, and his staff does – like I said, they do a good job of recruiting, but they've got to develop some guys and, and get guys to stay. Um, you know, roster retention and roster management in this day and age is just so important in basketball. And that is where he has been deficient in the last few years. Um, so that's what needs to happen there in the basketball program, I believe. Um, you know, they need to, you know, I think they, they just need to play better. Um, you know, Xavier Foster has, has had some issues and stuff and injuries and stuff, but he's a top 50 player and he's barely playing. Um, that's an issue. And, and it's not like your, your starting line was full of, of all conference or you're not going out there and going to win uh, 25, 30 games and make the NCAA tournament with ease and stuff. So um, they need to figure it out. They need to work together. I know – I've heard practice has been a super issue on not getting five on five very much, but hopefully that's um, changing and they're getting practice more because it doesn't look like they're very much on the same page as, as you watch the Cyclones. So hopefully they can turn it around, get better. Um, you know, a week from today they play the Hawkeyes um, and that could be really, really bad if things don't change in a hurry. So hopefully they can figure some stuff out this next week and make that game as competitive as they can. I think that's enough for today. As always, go Cyclones, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Morgan You Asked For podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan You Asked For podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan You Asked For podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34.